Hello, you're listening to 10 Minute IS Paper. My name is Blair Wang. Today's paper is called Toward a Theory of Information Systems Security Behaviors of Organizational Employees A Dialectical Process Perspective by Mari Kayalainen, Supratik Sarkar, and Miko Siponen. Published in the Information Systems Research Journal, ISR, in 2019. In my home country of Australia, there have recently been a couple of uh, cybersecurity incidents involving fairly large organizations, involving a lot of customers.、Uh, one of the first was Optus, which is one of the major telecommunications providers, phone companies here in Australia, where a lot of customer data was, was compromised, followed by then Medibank, which is one of the major health insurance providers. So that's renewed a, a very vigorous conversation in society around cybersecurity, particularly the cybersecurity. Of these big companies and、uh, what kind of measures are in place, and whether these measures are being followed, and whether these measures are in fact effective. This paper today, even though it's a, it's a few years old now, still strikes me as one of the most enlightening research papers in our discipline that speaks to this very current topic. The premise of the paper, in part, is a recognition that. In IS research, we're often very preoccupied with the cause and effect between organizational policies around cybersecurity and whether the employees in the company are actually following those policies. And I guess trying to lubricate that connection so that people are more willing to follow policies and more compliant, untangling what seems to be a pretty straightforward cause and effect. What I like about this paper today. Is that it imagines people complexly, to use the language of the novelist John Green, imagining people complexly in terms of why they choose to respond to information systems security, cybersecurity policies a particular way,、um, and, and under what circumstances people aren't quite as compliant as one might hope. The paper starts with a nice little story of Ignat, a scenario that was inspired by. A sequence of events in real life. And it follows this fictional employee, Peter, who doesn't like to lock his screen when he steps away from the computer. Those of us in tech know that that's a good idea because it prevents people who walk past your desk from just messing around with your stuff, reading stuff they're not supposed to, etc. So in this story, Peter doesn't like to lock his screen and he has rational reasons for it. He doesn't want his colleagues to feel like he doesn't trust them and ruin the team collegiality. And of course, it's also just a bother to always have to lock your screen. But as the story goes, one day Peter comes back and finds that one of his colleagues has messed with his computer,、um, kind of to prove the point that Peter should be more careful. And so after that, even at home, Peter locks his computer. The paper refers to this, this newly acquired behavior of locking your computer screen when you're stepping away, like you're supposed to. The paper refers to that kind of behavior as an ISSB. An information systems security behavior. Based on 47 interviews with employees in a large company, the paper models all the things that lead up to these ISSBs, all the things that play into how these behaviors are acquired, and in particular, the behaviors that are not compliant with policy. In Peter's case, he's picking up a new form of compliance with the correct approach to cybersecurity, but Uh, the paper also looks into why people sometimes don't do the right thing, as Peter wasn't 
、uh, prior to learning to lock his screen properly. In order to better understand how people make decisions about information systems security behaviors (ISSBs), the paper looks into the tensions that we face when we make cybersecurity decisions. As with any other good research paper, this paper has a big summary diagram that describes its way of thinking about this problem. Page six hundred and ninety-two, Figure One, high-level dialectical process diagram. At the very top, in this big grey box. Tension regarding current ISSBs. There are four of them. The first one we can already understand quite clearly based on the earlier example of Peter. It's called environmental confidence, openness slash trust versus suspicion. Peter would like to create、uh, an environment where his colleagues see that he's open and trusting, but the reality of working in A company、uh, as a knowledge worker with sensitive data is that we always need to exercise a certain level of suspicion. We don't know whether there might be someone on site who is actually a rogue agent. It's my understanding that here in Australia, some of the recent cybersecurity issues may have been caused by people having very extensive access from within the company. Now there are three other such tensions, and to understand these better, we need to look at some of the examples on page six hundred and ninety-five. They're just a little bit different. As I always tell my students when I'm giving the lecture on cybersecurity, USB storage devices, those little flash drives, they are such a prominent vector for malware, for viruses to spread between computers. Part of it. Comes down to how certain operating systems automatically run the software on the USB. But but anyway,、uh, the particular company being studied in this paper on their laptops, they have some sort of antivirus software that scans the contents of any USB that you stick into it. But there seems to be a way for employees to opt out of it if they choose to do so. And on page six hundred and ninety-five, we have quotes from two interviews conducted in this study: engineer nineteen and officer sixteen talking about how. They know that it's the right thing to do, to let the computer scan the USB device. But there are situations where they have rational justifications for turning off the USB scanning, mostly to do with being in a hurry. Engineer nineteen talks about helping a friend who quickly needs something, and you want to help them. You don't want to wait around for the virus scanning. Officer nineteen later on talks about how they're in this. Presentation and there's customers, there's clients, and this person's laptop is being used for the presentation, and and someone wants to, I guess, put their slides up on the screen. You don't want to keep the customers waiting around for the virus scan to complete, so Officer Sixteen has it turned off in the interests of providing more convenience to the customers who are patiently waiting. And here we see the illustrations for the other three ISSB tensions: individual versus institutional, instrumental versus. Social, emotional, and immediate versus long-term focus. What I found most compelling is the final one about immediate versus long-term focus. What the paper refers to as time horizon. Because yes, if you are in a big important presentation with a bunch of customers, there are immediate benefits to just turning the virus scan off. You might be able to score an additional contract. You might be able to get these customers to be just a little bit less annoyed with these shenanigans. But what about the long term? In the long term, this kind of practice can introduce problems. But it's the interplay between these tensions and how individuals choose to balance them, in light of different kinds of circumstances and experiences and change triggers, that ultimately are very formative into the ISSBs, the information systems, security behaviors that people actually play out in their day-to-day -day lives. 
I think the view in this paper about why people do the things they do when it comes to cybersecurity is such an important part of the discussion. Far too often, there seems to be this view that people are kind of dumb, that they know what the right thing is and they just won't do it. But as we see here, there are many right things. There are many competing objectives. Wanting to facilitate a team culture of collegiality or wanting to make things smoother for the customer. These are not bad things. But it's in the pursuit of these things that cybersecurity is often neglected. And so seeing the world in terms of these tensions and the dialectical processes for how we resolve these tensions, I would agree with this paper that this is a starting point for a much more realistic view for how we improve cybersecurity in the organizations that make up the fabric of our society. This has been an episode of 10 Minute IS Paper. Thanks for listening. The music on this podcast is composed and performed by Kevin McLeod and generously licensed under Creative Commons. You can find out more about this podcast at www.tmisp.org and you can reach out to me, Blair Wang, at www.blair.wang.com.